Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 25 of Transformers Armada. It is Tactician. This episode was written by Shoji Tanaki. And the last time on Transformers Armada, the internet. Yep, it was and in, the internet. <laughs> in this episode, uh, the space shuttle. Yeah, we're up in space, taking the space shuttle for a spin out by Jupiter, by the looks of things. Looks when it. all of a sudden, a bright ball of light just flies up to the shuttle and scans them, and they're all panicking inside. But then it just flies away. Yeah. Although in this series, Paul, they don't call it Jupiter. They call it Cliff Jumper. <laughs> and then we, we go down to Earth, and the kids are hanging out talking about it. I guess, like, they must have heard it on the news, but this reminded me of that moment in the first episode when they the signal gets sent to Cybertron, and the next day at school, Vaughn's and Fred are like, hey, did you guys feel that earthquake? And they're like, oh, no, no earthquake. You must have been imagining that. And it's like, it was on the news. This was two space shuttles that almost collided when there should have only been one. And, yeah. and everybody dismisses it when they could have just, like turned on the computer that's connected to the internet, which we learned in the last episode. Anyway, <laughs> opening bumper. And when we come back, we're on the moon, and an invisible Transformer walks into the Decepticon base, and he's invisible, but he still makes the heavy footstep noises on the moon. And he walks down a hall, so this is so much for stealth, right? And he walks down a hall to basically a closet or storage room where Decepticon minicons are imprisoned. I love this. You see, he opens the door and he, he's like, oh, it's such a shame you've all been trapped here for so long. I'll take you. And then he takes one of them and he's like, bye, and shuts the door and traps him there for even longer. Yeah, he just takes the first one he sees, but why wouldn't the rest of them run for it as soon as the door gets open? Yeah, because, it, I mean, from what you can tell from their faces, which isn't a lot, they don't seem happy to be there. No. <laughs> but besides, what are the Decepticons going to do? Put you back in? Well, <laughs> Uh, anyway, then we go to back to Optimus HQ, and the kids are with Red Alert, and they're watching the Autobots fight the Decepticons. Yeah, they're watching monitors. from Laserbeak flying over them, and mm. they're, at first they're worried because they don't see Sideways right away, but oh, there he is. He's down there fighting the Autobots and not trying to hack us, so I guess that's better. But they don't need to worry about being hacked anymore because Red Alert installed a firewall. And then they find a Minicon in the battlefield, and the action starts here, but... Did you notice that the sound mixing was very off? Yes, because uh, uh, not only that, the music is just continuous for well, that's, the, yeah, that's what the I whole mean, thing. Yeah. And it is so loud, you can't even hear what the Transformers are saying at times. Yeah, it's really... And it's not just one spot, it's throughout the entire episode. Mm. Anyway, uh, Scavenger goes for the Minicon, and Cyclonus tries to stop him, but gets shot down by um, Smoke Smokescreen. Screen him, yeah. And then Megatron wields the Star Saber, and they all charge, and what follows is just great action. I love before we get to that, though, Starscream has this line. He's like, oh, yeah. well, here we go. Time to get <laughs> shot again. Why couldn't I have a job at a factory? But yeah, it's just action, action, action right here. Like, smokescreen links with Liftor, 
fires the Sky Boom shield ahead to Optimus just in time for him to block the Star Saber from Megatron, and then he shoots Megatron point blank. Oh yeah, and we cut over to Hotshot who's fighting Starscream, and it's just a lot of really good hand-to-hand combat, a lot of foot sweeping. Oh yeah. And then uh, Blur tap dances on Demolisher's head. I have it down, he does uh, that Liu Kang bicycle kick from Mortal it's Kombat. It's that thing. Yeah, because he's like, but, right in his face. But he's coming down like uh, vertically instead of coming at him horizontally, so it kind of looks like he's dancing. Anyway, Starscream shoots Optimus, uh, which leaves him open to attack. Smokescreen comes, or uh, Megatron swings down to kill Optimus, and Smokescreen blasts Megatron with his big uh, linked-up weapon. Yeah, right in the face. Scavenger gets to the Minicon, and he can hear the invisible Transformer behind him on the other side of the cliff, and he's like, oh, what was that? And, but since he has the Minicon, he's like, hey, I got the Minicon. Megatron orders a retreat. And then back at the moon, he scolds his troops. And there's a bit where Demolisher and Cy- uh, Cyclonus argue, oh, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. And then that invisible Transformer's here. And like many before him, he starts talking a lot of shit. Yeah, tells them to stop their bickering and you're the worst team I've ever seen. And they all looked like, who said that? And that Minicon we saw earlier is standing there. And I guess Demolisher thinks it's this little Minicon that's saying all this shit. And he runs to bash his brains in. But then the invisible Transformer trips him. I love that not only is he loudly stomping around when being invisible, but he's also now walking around with this Minicon who can't go invisible. Kind of defeats the purpose. (laughs) Yeah, completely. Uh, Anyway, he introduces himself. I guess it's my turn. I'm here today with an offer you can't pass up. A genuine, one-of-a-kind, part aeroplane, part robot. That's right, it's thrust. There's nothing in your hand. It's not in this hand. There's nothing in your other hand either. Wrong again, Mothball. The transformer in my hand is invisible. Oh yeah? Can I touch it? No, you cannot. Is there any way you can confirm that there's an actual toy in your hand and this isn't just a cheap scam to milk me out of my money? No, I cannot. You're not a very good salesman, are you? No, I am not. Uh, yeah, so this is Thrust. He talks a big game. Uh, fun little voice actor uh, info. This is a guy named Colin Murdoch who also did Quick Strike in Beast Wars. Oh, just without the accent this time. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but yeah, so apparently Megatron knows this dude and uh, he's going to help them, I guess. Yeah, because apparently he got here just in time. And just in it time. feels like a commercial break, but it didn't have the bumpers. But when we fade back in, Demolisher's just punching holes in the wall he's so goddamn mad no one makes a fool of him like that but Starscream's like forget it man you're no match for him and rumors are he's never been defeated in battle so why isn't he the leader of the Decepticons he he must have machinations because well there's a thing later with the Star Saber but um yeah they talk about like not only is he undefeated but he can match power and technique with anybody he fights however his weakness is that he doesn't adapt well he's always got a great plan but he doesn't do well when the plan fails um and then start or no, it's, um which one si- uh sideways starts looking like at the door and around obviously this guy's invisible and they're like hey what is it sideways he's like uh nothing <laughs> now back at the autobot base red tells High Y, that's how he says it, High Y, not High Wire, to check out this green guy the Autobots brought back, the Minicon that they found. Yeah, the Minicons run off like little kids playing at a playground, <laughs> uh, and they're all happy. Uh, and then then there's an, kind of an argument between the Autobots. Um, Scavenger and Red Alert basically scold the others for celebrating too early. Yeah, they start arguing with Hotshot and Scavenger because they're like, oh, this is great, you know, things are wonderful, we only got two weeks till retirement, nothing can go wrong, and they're like, there's a difference between confidence and overconfidence, guys, and they argue back and forth. And then Optimus comes around the corner. He's like, what's going on around here? He doesn't just come around the corner. He, like, pops around the corner. He is just <laughs> there almost. 
He just, it's, it's like he was waiting to do, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, anyway, we go back to Thrust, and this was the machinations I was talking about, where he says to Megatron, hey, look, I have a plan. I can guarantee you win, but you got to give me the Star Saber. Yep, that's his only stipulation. That's yeah. the word he uses. Megatron doesn't like that idea, but there's a sunbeam coming in through a hole in the ceiling, and apparently that changes his mind. Like, Thrust puts the spin on it, like, oh, the sun shining on you guarantees your victory or some ludicrous shit, and I guess Megatron changes his mind and then thrust laughs to himself and commercial break and when we come back megatron explains to the other decepticons thrust is in command of this new mission cyclonus and demolisher do not like that oh no demolisher's like hey i thought i was second command here i would have thought starscream although yeah but, uh, oh, that's Megatron's... one thing is megatron does say uh, uh thrust is in command and starscream is second in command uh, of this operation but yeah we're the way demolisher says it it's like he always assumed he was second in command of the Decepticons. I'm thinking, man, no, it's yeah, Starscream. Like, Demolisher, you're second in command of nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Megatron tells them, can it just follow orders? And by the way, failure is not an option, however he says it. And then we go back to the Autobot base and uh, the Minicon alarm goes off and they all warp out every single one of them and each with a catchphrase. Yeah, they all say, it's like the fucking Power Rangers. Like, Billy here, ready to go. And Zach here, all right, let's do it. It's like, oh I think one of them God. says, lift off. Here we go. Attack. Transformation. Glavin. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Autobots are lying in wait. They get the, they've got a plan. They're getting into position. Starscream's flying off with his Minicons. Um, and then the Autobots arrive in probably, like, the worst spot they could. They're stuck in a canyon. And and they don't know that they're about to be jumped. Well, yeah, and Optimus tells them split up to look for the Minicon, and Starscream detects them, but Thrust over the radio is like, no, hold your fire until they walk farther into the trap, and then he transforms and flies off with the Star Saber Minicons. So the Decepticons do attack the Autobots, um, and then Starscream and Thrust fly in with the Minicons, and they specifically target Smokescreen. And this is the stupid part of the Autobots' plan, is because their great plan is, hey, Smokescreen stays in the back and then just throws the shield to whoever needs it. Right? Right? <laughs> but, like, Decepticons can fly, you guys. Yes. And also, he has the shield. Shoot the ones that don't have the shield. Then he's <laughs> yeah. got no one to throw the fucking thing to. Like, come on. Oh, anyway, um, Optimus tries, I think he tries to flank the Decepticons. He transforms, drives past them, and then transforms back into robot mode. But before he can throw anything at them, Megatron lands, like, j jumps down off the uh, cliff edge and lands right in front of him. Yep, he calls for the Star Saber and... Scavenger runs to smokescreen and grabs the shield. And I think he says something like, Optimus needs my shield. Like, dude, it's not yours. It belongs to all the Autobots. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they need to get it to Optimus, who punches Megatron in the nose. <laughs> like, that was Optimus hilarious. Optimus way smaller than Megatron in this scene. Do you notice that? This is just, this is regular Optimus. This isn't like, again, he's not quite super thing when he combines with his container, but it's, yeah. it's quasi super thing. Um... Yeah, he's not at that level. He's just regular Optimus. And it looks so funny when he, like, punches up. He looks like little Mac fighting yes, Mike Tyson. Yes, that's what reminded me of his fucking punch out. Uh, anyway, he punches Megatron and then drives and runs away. And Megatron chases him uh, out to some big clearing. I guess he was trying to get him away from the other Autobots. But uh, the first thing Optimus does is fires an atomic rainbow Hadouken. And then Optimus starts grappling with him. But Megatron just smashes him one in the back with the hilt of the Star Saber. Yeah. And then just kicks him in the face and the kids are watching this from home they start to panic but then the sun comes down out of the sky like that level in super mario 3 remember that oh yeah well, it's just a bright light but 
when it's closer, we see it's the shuttle from before. Yeah, and right... Oh, okay. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner. I'm here today with an offer you can't pass up. It's a space shuttle named Jetfire. Now your whiny little tykes can enjoy the wonders of the space race with their own genuine space shuttle, just like George Jetson drives to work. Okay, first off, George Jetson didn't drive the shuttle. And second, no, I don't want a Jetfire. You drive a hard bargain, Beatnik. How about I sell you the part aeroplane, part robot thrust, and the George Jetson-powered Jetfire, and the Cybertronian nostril nudge, all for the low, low price of $20. What's a Cybertronian nostril nudge? Oh, my God! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so... Oh, fuck. Um, hmm. uh, so, yeah, Thrust is pissed off that there's a change of plan because there's a brand new uh, Transformer here, and he immediately engages with uh, Starscream. Yeah, and they start chasing each other in a circle, basically. Meanwhile, down on the ground, Megatron's about to finish Optimus for what feels like the 18th time in as many episodes. Like, how many times have we seen <laughs> Optimus on the ground, Megatron with the fucking sword, but then Smokescreen blasts him in the back. Yeah, and very quickly, uh, the Autobots take it, the the upper hand in this battle. You kind of just don't see a lot of them anymore. Yeah, it's like, it shows Cyclonus and, and Demolisher and, and Sideways, and they're just sitting there all banged up and smashed. Like, what happened to them? Yeah, so uh, as they do, the Decepticons all warp away, thrust his really pissed off but he warps away too uh and then jetfire greets all his autobot buddies yeah he lands and optimus calls him by name and then apparently he's second in command of the autobots and even though he just said hey optimus is or optimus is like hey jetfire we missed you then hotchett's like is it you jetfire like he just <laughs> introduced him and they sure missed him and ha 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 and then rad talks for 25 minutes Why does Megatron always immediately retreat when the Autobots manage to get the Minicon first? Shouldn't the priority then be trying as hard as possible to keep the Autobots from getting away with it? Pick a sport, any sport. Well, not baseball. Doesn't really work with baseball. When the other team gets the ball, you don't just say fuck it and go home. You try and get the ball back. Or at the very least, try and prevent the other team from reaching the goal. You tackle the guy. You smash his ass into the boards. You do whatever it is you do in basketball. I have no idea. Even though I should, because all we ever did in gym class was play fucking basketball. And why do they always announce for everyone to hear that they found the minicon? Just grab the thing, warp home, and then radio back that you have it, safe and sound. As soon as he yells that he found it, Megatron, have all the Decepticons immediately blast Scavenger and let Sir Isaac Newton take it from there. He's up the side of this cliff with absolutely no safety equipment, no fall arrest harness, no hard hat, no parachute, not a gun. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast show. It was Tactician. Paul, what did you think of Tactician? Uh, it was kind of a middle-of-the-road one, only because the music was far too frequent and just like Huey Lewis said in Back to the Future, it's just too damn loud. It's just too <laughs> loud. Uh, yeah, that was a big problem. The action, I'll be honest, the action did a good. lot for me. Yep. Like, it it really, every time that we got to see action, it was pretty good. Um, if not funny, when it was that Optimus and Megatron fight, that yes. nose punch was hilarious. There's um, a spot where Demolisher, where he's beaten on the wall first, then they talk for a second, then he turns around and just boots the fucking wall, too. <laughs> yeah. That that made me laugh. Uh, the kids, as is often the case, could have been written out. Um, the, you know, I, I quite liked it, I'll be honest. My my biggest problem, aside from the technical issues, like the sound and, you know, the... I kind of want to put the translation in with the technical issues, but um, 
aside from that, my only real problem was just that we've been given yet another character who thinks they're the biggest badass and has to let everybody know. Yeah, it seems like it. Well, this is like, this is three now. Because Scavenger was like that at first. And Sideways was like that. Yeah. Uh, but also Blur's kind of been like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I, I honestly, I did like it. I would give this episode a solid 8.5. Four three six out of a possible twelve point two. Oh, okay. Well. So it's I mean it's pretty pretty obvious exactly uh, how I think about that. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, the next episode, Paul and I are going to um, review is Link Up. If you want to link up with us on social media, <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P Macpherson one. And insert Zelda reference here uh, to make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app whatever it is you can listen to us with and tell all your friends tell everybody you know you can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com and until the next episode keep on transforming see you later check out this green guy